0: This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity so printer guidance is adjusted. We have such sights to show you. After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm
1: Jackie. Wanna play? Ah! Oh well. La <laughs> di da, la di da, la la.
0: Yeah. Welcome back to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this another episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I am the Vern, and Hi, no. oh, <laughs> surprise, <Hi>. surprise! <sighs> Hello. What's uh, up? We've been Look away for a little bit. I was yeah. sick. Yes. And I could not get onto the microphone because that sounded horrible. And I was sneezing and coughing. Still coughing now, but feeling a lot better than good. I was last week. It is good to see you, my friend. How you been?
1: Nice to see you. <clears throat> How have I been? Yeah? Busy? Busy as fuck.
0: It's a Christmas season. I completely understand that. It is, but it's
1: also... It was my daughter's golden birthday yesterday. Oh, yes. Happy birthday to Izzy. Thanks. There was a lot of getting ready for that yesterday. And excuse me, but my allergies are out of control because I took my cat to get fixed this morning and she rode home on my lap. And so all of her hair and dander and shit are all over me, which I'm allergic, but I have cats anyway because I don't care.
0: That's fair. Well, yeah. Despite Where'd you your sneezing, hair go, bro? I shaved it.
1: Man, I, did, I, of,
0: I know it's it's weird. It'll it'll it grow back.
1: It's just it's um, it's we're just not used to it. That's, that's all. That's fair.
0: I know it is strange, but when I was sick, just the sneezing and coughing too much, it got to yeah. be really weird on my face. So I got just rid like of it. get rid of it. It just felt bad on me. But I'll, I'll put it back soon, I promise you. Uh, first of all, Don't... if you're listening... Oh, go ahead.
1: You do whatever you want, man.
0: I, I like the beard. The beard looks good on me. I like that. But I
1: think but... the beard looks good on you, yeah.
0: Well, well thank you. I appreciate the homes. Uh First of all, if you're watching or listening to Cinema Recall, thank you very much. Um, we're available on YouTube and on Spotify, Podchaser, uh, Good Pods. Uh, we're actually featured in the top... Fifty podcasts on Good Pods wow. list of Good Pods. Good Pods, That's so cool. Good Pods is it. a podcast app. So listen to the nice. app People didn't yeah, we're featured on there. That's a cool thing. Um, also, I found out too, Ashley, that we yeah. are in the top five percent of all podcasts in the nation. What? Yeah, according to Listen Notes, it says really? the global range search we are in the top five percent.
1: Wow. So, you
0: I don't sure know what that means for top sure. Top five, not
1: bottom five. Did you read that I'm,
0: right? I'm pretty sure. My <laughs> 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 just You're let's see show in here. All right. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Yeah. But still, very very thankful for that. That's,
1: That's awesome. That's a cool
0: thing. Uh, do also, let listeners listeners know that uh, each Sunday you can find us at Full Swap Radio, FullSwapRadio.com. For Sunday. Their, but, yep. So check us out there. That's very cool. Uh, Also, we are on Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It puts the most trending articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. The fact that I can remember that shit is impressive. It's pretty incredible. I that's can't awesome. remember anything else in my head. It, I can't remember birthdays.
1: That's okay. Things that people you can like. remember ad spots, and that's what's important. Okay? You <laughs> see
0: the ad spots there. That's, so that's what what's
1: important in life is the ad spots. So, uh, way to go, bro. Way to go. Proud of you.
0: Thank you, fam. Gold star now, preferred. we got to do this. You you clicked on the link. You know that we're talking about gremlins and kiss, kiss, bane, bane. But really quickly, I got to do a rage corner. Rage Corner, brought to you by our guys from Film Rage Podcast. I do. Um, Do you have a rage this week? No. No, I have.
1: No, I don't really have a rage. You know why? I'm too tired. Too tired to rage.
0: Your rage should be the fact that you're busy. You've been busy working and prepping for your kids. You know, golden birthday, Christmas is coming up.
1: I'm I'm so exhausted. I can't rage.
0: Rage. I'm. I'm. I am going to rage. <laughs> Let me hear yours. Let's hear yours. So my rage and I got this after watching the new trailer for Beverly Hills Cop coming to Netflix cuz um yeah there's going to be a new, there's going to be a new Beverly Hills Cop movie. Who's Eddie Murphy in it? is coming back as Axel Foley okay. for a new movie.
1: And that and, makes you rage filled? No.
0: That does not okay. make me rage because that trailer right. actually looks pretty good and it looks like All a right. lot of fun. Yeah. But my rage is I feel like there's so there's too much of this rebooting going on with movies and TV shows. You know, we have a a new Fraser on TV, and I heard that's supposed to be really good too. And I'm hearing like uh the new Beetlejuice is coming out. Um That looks good. And I, I haven't seen anything from it. And my rage is, is that I'm worried that this is going to become too much of a trend. And it's going to become an overkill. Like, every well, small little thing. does. okay, look at the like Hocus Pocus. Big movie. And then the second one terrible. came out. Yeah. Trash. And that's what I worry about with some of these yeah, uh, new franchises. You know, new sequels. Especially right. for movies that didn't actually need a sequel. Like, I don't think Beetlejuice actually needs a sequel.
1: No, but it's kind of cool. I'm happy about it, though. Because even though it, you, it doesn't need one, the fact that we get another one is pretty amazing.
0: Am I going to yes, go see it? Yes, I'm going to go see it. General Ortega, oh, okay. uh Monica Bellucci is going to be in there. Of course, I'm going to watch yep. it cause I'm a fan of those people. But I know I'm just going to be watching it going, oh, yeah, that's from the first movie. That's from the first movie. I remember shit. That's funny because I'm being nostalgic about, it and that's all I'm getting from that. Movie. We like
1: nostalgia. Uh, We're at the age we, of nostalgia, I, baby.
0: I I know. I'm just. Uh, I, I feel like maybe I'm raging I'm gonna because let I'm you getting rage older. Though,
1: because that's what Rage Corner is for. So go ahead. Thank,
0: okay. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm on your side here during Rage Corner. I'm, I'm getting older now, and yeah. maybe that's rage about. Boop. God, <laughs> get your own
1: shit, people. You know, oh. find your own things. Oh. Fucking Gen Z range. taking our millennial cool shit. Oh. But my, you know what else is coming pre- back? Oh, what? you know what's, what's coming come back? Cassette tapes, bitch.
0: Are they Sales really?
1: Sales of cassette tapes were up forty percent last month.
0: Where can you? Where can I buy a cassette player anymore? Even like and a I, Walkman cassette player.
1: I don't know. I bet Amazon has one. I want a Walkman. I want a Walkman with the little thin metal headband and a uncomfortable foam earpiece. And I want it in I bright make- yellow.
0: I used to make a whole bunch of mixtapes. tapes.
1: Oh yeah. Bring me the mixtapes. I mean, and I only that- got one mixtape and it just had one song on it on repeat when I was in high school. What was that? that? Was I gotta lay down, you guys. What was I'm song was it? This is it. <clears throat> I don't want to talk about it.
0: Okay. We're no not going to talk
1: about what song it was because if the person who made it for me watches or listens, and I give the song away, then they'll definitely know. And I would just <clears> rather <throat> not.
0: That's that's fair. It was no for worries. a
1: movie, though. It was okay. It was sweet, but I was not. Uh, I was not receptive to romantic gestures or boys. So, not that I was receptive to girls. I was just scared of boys then. So I was like, ugh.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> away.
1: I mean I'm very uh, receptive to men now. <laughs> fair enough. Me a oh. bitch. You can send uh. your mixtape to P.O. Box. Send it to Burns House. I'll Why get it. I, I, I can't my give house? you my address.
0: Okay. Alright. I will oh. if listeners want the address if you wanna send Ashley a mixtape or yeah, send me send a mixtape mix too. Tape. I
1: wanna to know how you guys feel about me.
0: I yeah, wanna know ladies. all of
1: your deep love and lust for me.
0: Yeah. Same to you ladies out there, too. If you want to send a, mis- a mis- tape out to me...
1: Yeah! Send
0: a mixtape to burn. I would love that very much. Let me know Dude. your deep, Iraq fantasies in song yeah.
1: form.
0: Yeah. Well, I I, I, I never made mis- tapes for anyone except for myself. Oh, I, yeah. But I would always able to incorporate... that I had my TV hooked up to my stereo. Yeah. So I could record... Clips of movies and TV shows into my oh my, my midst god! Team. What
1: a dork you were! Love it. I was,
0: so I would But like, you know no. what? You
1: were, you were, you were, ingenuitive. So there you go. Well, should we talk about care, our movie? A,
0: oh yes, we should talk about our movies. Let's do that right now. Which which one should we talk about first?
1: Let's 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 go for uh, Gremlins first. Let's do it.
0: All right, Gremlins, yeah. 1984 movie. Directed by Joe Dante, written by Christopher Columbus. You'll know Christopher Columbus best for writing the screenplays. Uh, uh, Yeah,
1: because uh, he came across on the Mayflower.
0: Just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) But he did. uh, He did write and direct uh, um, *Adventures in Babysitting*. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he wrote and directed the very first two Harry Potter movies.
1: Oh, neat. Um, Okay.
0: But that In the cast, have. we have <laughs> Zach Galifianus, Kness- Phoebe Tate, and it is a story about a boy who gets a small furry pet as a gift from his dad, and there are just three rules when having this pet. What are those three rules, Ashley?
1: Keep it out of sunlight.
0: It'll yes. kill it.
1: Do not get it wet, and do not yes. feed it after midnight. Also, I, I find it hard to say that he's a boy. He's definitely a young man because he works at the bank.
0: He works at a bank and his best friend is a 10-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh,
0: but uh, it He's also dating Phoebe Cates, one of the most highest women. He isn't dating
1: her, though. He
0: oh, doesn't that's true. date
1: her. They just kiss. They finally get together throughout the movie. He's not okay, dating her. So-
0: they're not dating. Stupid her, Judge but,
1: Reinhold was trying to mac on her at work. He's such a dick uh, in this movie.
0: Uh, but they have a feelings for each other. Small little small oh, town. Oh
1: yeah, for feelings. sure. Yeah,
0: feelings. There's Fermented vibe right there. Uh, yes. So.
1: Bro, I yeah I have a hard time that saying that he's a boy. He's a young man whose dad gets him a gift. A stolen. That- Gift, I might add.
0: No, he didn't steal it. He, he paid the kid money. He didn't
1: steal it, but that that young boy at his grandpa's shop sold it behind his grandfather's back. So it's technically stolen. That's but true. I digress. Go ahead.
0: So, now I remember the first time I watched this movie. Uh, it was in '84. Before I was able even to see the movie. My mom got me from Burger King these records that have the story oh, yeah. of Gremlins on them. And I remember listening to that. She got me a Gizmo plush toy. And even just hearing like this audiobook version on record scared the hell out of me while listening to it. And my folks would not let me watch this in theaters. They thought this would be too gory and disgusting, which I, was I four. get.
1: I was four, so I didn't get to. I didn't see it when it came out. I don't think I saw it till I was about eight.
0: Okay. On uh, HBO. I, kn- I know we rented this as a family watching it, and I was mm-hmm. scared. I'm still scared to this day of the gremlins hatching out everywhere. I found that to be just completely freaky. But at the same time, too, they are creepy. It's very funny moments. Like mm-hmm. Them at the bar, yes. doing all those dancing moves. The
1: fact that is still didn't just leave immediately. She's like, "Well, they're patrons. I'll, I'll get, I'll fill up your drinks. Just don't bite me."
0: She has, the, she has work to do, you know. They're their customers' job to do. She's a she does not discriminate.
1: Be- She's like, C- whoever you are, come on in. Gre- gremlins, fine. Come on in. <laughs>
0: Phoebe Cates originally wasn't going to get the part because of her role in Fast Times at Richmond High mm-hmm. because people thought that she would be unpure to do that oh. role just because of a nude scene in Fast Lame. Times. And I'm like, she's Lame. an actor. She can just do anything she wants to. Yeah. and She's adorable. All right, uh, I did not get a crush on Phoebe Cates until I saw Drop Dead Fred.
1: Oh. I haven't seen that in ages.
0: Oh, adopted friends, movie I just completely fell in love with Phoebe Cates in that movie. Uh, but I digress there. So yeah, a bunch of weird hijinks go on uh, after Billy gets the Gizmo wet and they multiply and then the little Wise they play a little trick on him and unplug the clock. And, oops, oh no, he forgets this after midnight and he feeds them yep. and then they become these horrific creatures and they wrecked the town. Um, one of the key moments of this movie is them at the movie theater, Love watching,
1: that scene. watching Snow White, White. Mm-hmm.
0: which is absolutely just great. A
1: theater full of gremlins. It was amazing.
0: No, that was absolutely great. Uh, the dad in this movie, the the inventor, yes, is the played by Hoyt inventor. Axton. Inventor, uh, he wrote songs for the band Three Dark Night, and his mom wrote Elvis' the song Heartbreak Hotel.
1: Oh wow, that's interesting. See, these are things that you knew so, hey. that I didn't. Yeah. You said you uh, were gonna school me. You too, were right.
0: Also, found out too that there's a scene where Billy is walking through town, and it's showing a marquee of all of the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And the movie theater marquee says, A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies. A Boy's Life was the working title for E.T. And Watch the Skies was the working title for Close Encounters. And since Steven Spielberg was producing this, those were Easter eggs for him. That's Um, cool. In fact, Steven Spielberg was a big uh, component of making this movie get made because he was a big fan of Joe Dante's last feature, The Howlin'. And the studios were not really keen on the movie. They thought there were too many gremlins. And so Spielberg was like, I can remove the gremlins and just call it... Well, Spielberg was like, I can remove the gremlins and just call it people. Nice. But that didn't go either well. And I know the studios really hated Phoebe Kate's Santa Claus speech in the middle of it. They wanted that cut out of the movie.
1: Oh, where she explains that her dad is stuck in the chimney and that's and he dies <laughs> in the chimney? Well, I yeah. okay. When I watched the movie, I when I rewatched it, I thought to myself, "What an idiot your father was, ma'am!" <laughs> Coming down the chimney, arm full of gifts, and that's why he didn't come home, and that's why you hate Christmas because your dad was a complete fucking idiot. Yeah, and tried to come down the chimney to surprise you.
0: Oh. I, also I agree. The-
1: that was a dumb. Little part of the story, and I didn't like it, but I mean, so dumb.
0: I found it to be very funny, but also very tragic and sad. Yeah, (laughs) it's tragic and sad because the characters believe in it, but it's just so out the wall, weird and bizarre. Yeah, that just fits. I mean, here's a story about these creatures that come to invade this town, this picturesque, hallmark looking town. Yeah. And that part's weird and bizarre. And then have this dark thing in there is even more weird and bizarre.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love
0: the fact that in Gremlins 2, they lampoon it by saying that she can't stand President's Day because she had an incident with like Abe Lincoln on President's Day, which is just great. I I recommend Gremlins 2 if you've ever seen Jeez. Gremlins 2 in a while. It I is... love
1: Gremlins 2, but what a... Oh, so silly. Anyway.
0: <laughs> also, a uh, cool thing that I found about this, Amilo Emilio Estevez from Breakfast Club was mm-hmm. originally going to be cast in cast? this movie Gremlins. He auditioned, but he didn't pass at the audition. So what part? The main part, Billy.
1: How old was he when um, in
0: '84? Well, '84. I mean, remember the Breakfast Club? Right. He's late like that age. at Breakfast Club.
1: Did that come out in so '80? Twenty. Like Okay. That came in
0: eighty five. It's like when
1: Okay. Okay. So he was a teenager. I couldn't remember. I know I forgot that uh Corey Feldman is the uh Billy's best friend. The neighbor yes. kid. Um
0: mm-hmm. Lost Boys Corey Feldman is an Yes. very cool Goony. thing.
1: Goonie. Uh, Goonie. Corey Feldman.
0: Goonies. Goony. Corey Feldman. Wait. Get it Fair right. Enough. Okay. Sorry. Uh but do you remember the uh the old couple uh yes. where one the guy
1: the guy that doesn't like anything foreign?
0: Yeah. Uh that's character actor Dick Miller. He's been in a bunch of movies. His wife is played by Jackie Joseph. And I found this out while watching it. Uh both Jackie Joseph and Dick Miller appeared in the original Little Shop of Horrors. And Jackie Joseph, really? she plays Audrey.
1: Oh wow, that's cool. In the cool. original
0: Little yeah. Shop of Horrors.
1: That's pretty and cool. And the
0: cool thing is, I will share this really quickly while I have you here. I got from Film Masters a Blu-ray copy of The Terror and the original Little Shop of Horrors. You will find a review of this on uh, cinemarecall.net. That's awesome, I do a review bird. about this features. And nice. it's actually, it was really cool. The original Little Shop of Horrors is actually a, a lot of fun to watch. Not as fun as the 1986 musical, but it's fun. It's like only 80 minutes long, but it's cool. I think they shot that movie in like in like three days. So
1: Interesting. Very
0: cool. But I found it to be kind of a cool thing that they were on there. Uh the mean woman in this Mrs. Deagle who gets yes. uh shot out Deagle, of her chair Mrs. by rebels. Yeah. When that's all about money. Uh, that is Polly Holiday, who is best known as Flo in the show Alice.
1: Okay. I recognize so. that name.
0: And so, Gremlins was a huge hit. I remember Gremlins being everywhere. Do you remember the marketing for this movie after it came out?
1: I don't, just because I was four.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: I'm, I am I think I remember more of the marketing for the second one.
0: Okay, um, that's fair. the
1: first one. And I always thought I, I... Gizmo was cute. But watching back, watching the movie again, I'm like, Gizmo wasn't even that cute. He was creepy looking.
0: but I love puppets so
1: I was like they did their best they did their best and you know what I thought was really I really enjoyed after Stripe jumps into the YMCA pool and all hell breaks loose and he makes himself a little Mm. army of gremlins the scene where they're all coming up the street is such a great scene because all of those all of those puppets are just coming your way it was was
0: really fun to watch. And all this stuff was just shot by hand. Yep. Uh, Chris Wallace, who was the person who designed the Gizmo creature, uh, he talked about that he had to just move each of those puppets by hand themselves, and that was really impressive. Uh, since this movie was released everywhere in the world, Howie Mandel, who was the voice of Gizmo... I saw
1: that. Had,
0: he had to dub each of his lines in a different language. But not only oh, that, the they had to change. Yeah, so they had to do like Dismo's lines in mm-hmm. different languages. But not only that, they incorporated uh, different music of that era into the movie. So they put like popular German music.
1: That's to make it seem more. I didn't know that. That's cool.
0: Global, make it more global, effective, and that's how it got to be the big box office that it was. Uh, yeah. Watching it again this time. I had a big blast of it. I still think the movie is scary and funny. Especially the moment when Billy's mom is fighting off the gremlins. And even that very beginning part where it plays that song, Do you hear what I hear? Yeah. As she's tiptoeing through the house. And then yes. a fight sequence she has where in she's in the
1: kitchen. Well, the first the kitchen. one, I was, I, was say, I was saying that um, when the first... I had forgotten how gory and, like, crazy that movie was. Yes. Because I was like, like, holy shit! Like, the first gremlin kills the teacher, and then you're like, okay, that's one. And then, when they hatch in Mom's home, and she one of, they're all in the kitchen, and she she sneaks in and turns the blender on, and it's just, like, gremlin soup flying everywhere. I was like, oh my god, I forgot how disgusting this movie is like when it comes to gore even though it's not human gore it's gremlin gore and it's green and slimy and they get stabbed and their heads get cut off and they got she stuffs one in a microwave and turns on and the fucker explodes and i was like (laughs) holy shit i i forgot about that that's insane
0: it it was because of this movie amazing Oh, so much fun. It was because of yeah. this and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's why we got the PG thirteen rating is because yes. of that. And it's no. weird too because there's not a lot of gore in PG thirteen movies. Most of the time when no. there are gory scenes, it goes straight to R. So that's yeah. t- to be kind of a a weird thing. I, I don't I don't credit that though. Um Alright, so talk about that. Uh, All right, so I had, oh, this was filmed around the same time on the same set of Streets of Fire, Walter Hill's great music, rock, opera, Streets of Fire, which I will recommend our viewers watch because it's a hell of a lot of fun. And it's a movie that I think you should watch as sort of like a reaction video because it's uh, crazy. Really? It's weird. It's not Rick Moranis, isn't it? Okay, um, I mean. It's, Yeah. It's great, and he plays like this, like almost slime ball record producer agent guy. It's great. Diane Lane is in it too. Yeah, William oh, uh, like Defoe is in there. Yeah, it's just a really. All right.
1: I do have crazy one gripe one. with uh with okay. gremlins. Well, I have a couple, but I will okay. tell you, I the fact that they are out in the snow walking around and not multiplying.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, it's brilliant.
1: Yeah. I was like, come on, guys. The minute that shit hits their skin, it's going to melt. That's going to be water. (coughs) There's going to be more gremlins. I just thought they really... (laughs) That's not plausible. What? They have to be submerged? There has to be more than a drop? Like, uh, I don't buy it. And,
0: and yeah, no. Not really, because when that dot, that uh, history teacher is testing on the grumble. He just uses one drop of water and it multiplies to like three or four of them. Yeah. So that, good, <laughs> good eye on that, Ashley. I agree. Yeah, that's thanks. a problem with the screen readers I'd right like there. I out
1: the small things that I, that I notice in movies.
0: That's, that, I, you know, I never thought about that. Many yeah. times I watch this, I never think about myself. Really? That that's why, First thing that's I why, thought why I'm of glad it. you're here.
1: <laughs> they're out in the snow and they're not multiplying. Hmm. It's not adding up. Right.
0: You you are bringing the intelligence Thank
1: to this you. podcast
0: in more ways Thank than you. one of my friends, so definitely appreciate I that. I try. Not only is she beautiful and good looking, but she has one <laughs> hell of a brain on her. Alright? I do.
1: Yes. Thanks, Vern. Alright, uh.
0: So I'm 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 forgetting something. I am forgetting something, and I know every time that I do forget stuff, uh I gotta bring out magic mind. There it is. Magic Mind is the shot that I used to help make sure that all the facts I told you about Gremlins is due because of Magic Mind. Uh, Go to magicmind.com/slash/cinema recall. Use the code cinema recall twenty and get fifty six percent off your first purchase and the first. Ten days, You'll see links in our show notes about where to go for Magic Mind. But there it is. It uh, boosts energy and focus, crush procrastination, and elevates mental clarity. For our podcast listeners, we are going to take a small break right now. We're going to play some ad spots from our great podcast show. And we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. And me popsicles, and welcome to Season 2 of Science Fiction Remnant. Go ahead and grab your multipass, a drink, and sit back with us and geek out about sci-fi. Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. And hang around to the end of the episodes for the real-world science that was inspired by your favorite science fiction. Let's do this. Let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Audible, Pods, or whatever you listen to podcasts. You can catch the video pods on our YouTube a month later. And don't forget your multipass, you me popsicles. Science Fiction remnants is brought to you by the hashtag This is Sci-Fi. No cataculties were harmed in the making of this commercial. Ba-ba-ba-ba.
1: Do 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 da da
0: da da I wanna hear That's you just so keep saying Okay, alright. We're back. Sorry. We're
1: back. We're, We're back. back and I'm so sleepy.
0: <laughs> it's so sleepy. But we have a fun, exciting movie to talk about for our next feature. We have, and I'm gonna hold it here to my hands, Kiss Kiss, Bane Bane.
1: So freaking good. I forgot. Now- how RDJ RDJ is in this movie like when you think of the way he is as Captain America or Captain America as Iron Captain Man De- and you think of like when you think of his quippy little snarky this is the movie I feel like where it really ramped up
0: well it's a funny story to say <laughs> that because uh, John Favreau was a big fan of Kiss Kiss Bane Bane so much that he actually sought out Robert Downey Jr to play nice. Tony Stark in Iron Man because of this movie. Such a great um, movie. Now, before this movie was made, Robert Downey Jr was seen as a drunk and a drug addict. You could not get a, a job in movies for a long long time. And I yeah. think it was I- not until James Toback casted him in two guys and a, or two girls and a guy that people started to see him again as a serious actor. And then Shane Black wrote this feature. Uh, if you know Shane Black, yeah, Shane Black is the guy who wrote Lethal Weapon and The Long Kiss Goodnight and The Last Boy Scout. Bunch of the great comedy action films from the 80s. Uh, this is the first film that he actually wrote and directed. And he brought in both uh, Robert Downey Jr. and the wonderful Val Kilmer. in the Kilmer. roles. Uh, yes. Can you tell our listeners just the basic plot outline of this, or do you want me to? Well, uh,
1: I, I can. It's oh. uh, about RDJ. He gets—he is a small-time, small-town uh, thief who accidentally gets cast. Well, not really cast, but um, asked to come read for a movie, right? So he ends up in L.A.
0: He's escaping from... uh, He's he's robbing a store and then he's running out and then his partner gets shot by a civilian and then he accidentally runs into this casting session and reads for this part and the casting people are so impressed they fly him out to Los Angeles
1: right, and
0: they have him work with Val Kilmer's character because Val Kilmer's a real cop and he's going to take lessons Schilder from him. Mel Kilmer's a
1: PI. He's not PI, a cop. PI,
0: private investigator. Sorry, yeah. you're right.
1: But, yes. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, a flurry of murders and mayhem ensue.
0: Yeah. Uh, they get mixed up with Robert Downey Jr.'s childhood friend, Melody, played by Michelle Monaghan, who's there trying to find out what happened to her missing sister. And right. What I love about this movie is that it starts with one story plot and then it layers another one on top of it and it goes back from other plot points to a new plot point back to old plot points. It just goes back and forth in the storyline. It's a movie that I watch many times again and I always get lost in its story, but the way uh, Shade Black tells it, you're never fully lost while watching it. But it's difficult to really explain because if I do, I'm going to give away a lot of spoilers. And it's a fun movie just to watch by itself. And yeah. what I love best about this movie, Ashley, is Robert Downey Jr.'s narration. Yeah, throughout it.
1: Yeah, the narration the, is great.
0: The way that he breaks the fourth wall constantly through this, and I love the way that he's telling a part. He's telling about a flashback, and then halfway through the flashback, the film stops. He says, oh shit, I forgot to tell you about this part that happened during the flashback. What am I? I'm a stupid narrator. And he goes back to the part. Yes, yeah. It's great. And the writing
1: is really well done and it keeps it interesting.
0: The chemistry that both Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. have is absolutely great. They are just, they're almost doing a Vol-filled comedy act. We're watching yeah. this. They just, uh, in fact, on the DVD itself, which I did not get a chance to watch, but I will. It does have commentary from Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer with nice. Shane Black. Nice. And I listened to part of it, and they're not really talking about the movie itself, but they're sort of like having fun with each other, talking about the movie as it goes on. Yeah, and this may be one of the last uh, times you will get to hear Val Kilmer in his actual voice before yeah. his illness took over. Yeah, and it's—I did watch that Val documentary, and that was That's
1: such a good doc. Really yeah. good. I really enjoyed that, that doc har- too. And I really, that I really liked that his son narrates that, and it sounds just like him.
0: His it sounds son so much sounds like
1: just him. like him, it's crazy.
0: But I, I did not get a chance to listen to the whole commentary track of this, and I will go back and do it, because I watched it the first like 30 minutes, and I'm like, huh, they're not really talking about the movie itself, so I don't have any facts to give. It's just fun to hear them talk to each other, like right. friends talking to each other about stuff. and fucking great. Love that. Uh, did I mention uh, Michelle Monaghan, who I always thought was like a low-grade version of Liv Tyler, but <laughs> she actually does a very good job. In this movie, she does a good job. A She's fun.
1: not my favorite um, actress, but she does a, a pretty good job in this movie. I feel yeah, like they they yeah, should have like, went uh, with somebody else. I couldn't tell you who they should have gone with, but I just felt like some of her, some of the scenes, they're like super forced on her part. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like I do like overacted. the scene. Yeah. Whereas Val and RDJ are like super, they're just like, it's like watching two friends have a conversation. It's not forced. It doesn't feel overacted. It just feels totally natural. And then anytime she's in a scene, I'm like, oh my God, could you, could you just like not be so
0: like, you know, I I don't
1: know any other way to put it, but forced. That's what it felt
0: like. (sighs) I kind of wish that the – do you remember the movie uh, Dr. Rotten Scoundrels with um, Steve Martin and uh, Michael yes. Kane As I hold here, I'm a VHS copy. Uh, mm-hmm. The woman in that, Glenn uh, Headley, Glean Glenn, Glenn Headley, the woman in that, I thought she was a really good addition to that movie. And I wanted someone mm-hmm. like her in yeah. Kiss Kiss Bane Bane, someone that could be on the same wavelength comedically and up the game up a little bit more. One of my favorite sequences in Kiss, Kiss, Bane, Bane*. There are many favorite sequences, but I love it when both RDJ's character and Michelle Malin's character are in the bar, and he's talking about other famous people. Like I'll be over, th- I'll be over there by Brazilian Billy Bob, Billy Bob uh, Thornton.
1: Yeah.
0: And Our movie on, was like, I'm going to be Native American Joe Pesci. <laughs> yes. Yeah which is
1: there are some lines of course because what year was this released
0: 2005
1: so there are some misogynistic shit going on in this film like how he talks about any woman in la is just damaged goods
0: (laughs) and (laughs) and like
1: there's a whole i mean there's a lot of stuff that i'm like oh my god that did not age well
0: but they they, they kind of call it they call attention to that too, because she's like, anybody here hate Harry, raise your hand. And so they you know, all it, do. Yeah. Yeah. That's very does, funny. Yes. It does kind of comment on that as well. Um, but I
1: really like, I really like Val Kilmer's uh, character. I like his wit. I like how he's really mean to Harry. Like there's a scene where he says, look up idiot in the dictionary. And you know what you'll find. And Harry says, a picture of me he goes no the definition of idiot which you clearly are and i just think those kind of like little witty stabs um are so funny
0: yeah uh and i love the fact too that uh, val chumber plays a character named Gare per- gay perry uh who's a gay private investigator and it doesn't uh tiptoe over the fact that this guy is a uh, pretty much a I tried to men, and I found it to yeah. be for 2005, you know, a great thing. I think Gabe Perry is a great character, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. The line he says the beginning of the movie, too, where R.J.J. says to him, uh, Gabe Perry, uh, so are you. He's like, what, me? No, I'm knee-deep in pussy. Just like the name so much, can't get rid of it.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a great that's a great uh, line. I also like when, um, when Gabe Perry says, you know, we're, we're not friends like my job is to buffer out corpses for whoever the guy he was working for and mm-hmm. he's like go go home before you get hurt rdj says are you threatening me he goes no you need to go home before the bad guys kill you he goes oh yeah the bad guys listen don't don't quit your gay job
0: <laughs> RDJ
1: says don't quit your gay job yeah. And I'm just like Just those little slaps back and forth are so funny
0: oh, uh, This movie just been just Bane Didn't do so well at the box office Now I did hear about this movie first of all From my buddies uh, Kim Valentini And yeah. Mike Brady Because they saw this in theaters uh, Rest in peace Mike uh, But they just had so many high words to say about this and I remember
1: them telling us about that movie actually.
0: So they went to see it and only oh, lasted for like not that long in theaters. I did not get to see it until it came out to video and I watched it and I was like, Oh yeah, this is absolutely just a baner. Uh it is a it is set at Christmas time. They it are is. yep, saw this thing around Christmas time and I found it be absolutely great. Uh Shane Blatt's follow up with the Nice Guys is even more great. It's Absolutely. I don't think
1: I've ever seen the nice guys.
0: With uh, so Ryan Goslin and Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, you will absolutely love the nice guys. I got is that with stream. Uh,
1: Russell Crowe and who?
0: Ryan Gosling. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: It I is gotta watch absolutely it. hysterical. I, I I have a hard time choosing what I like more, Kiss Kiss Bane Bane or the Nice Guys. I'll have to do a screening of both of them back to oh, back uh yeah. next year at my house. But yeah, just absolutely great the dialogue is just pitch perfect it's snappy it's fast yeah uh it's got some thrill and action in there um it's even got some moments of like shock and surprise uh when things happened to it yeah right. it's going to be
1: well it's on the list i'm gonna have to watch
0: uh, it absolutely great yeah i'm describing both kiss kiss bane bane but what i say about kiss kiss bane bane goes with the next guys too because it's both shocking Funny, hysterical. Uh, Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling have good comedy timing, just like Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. have in awesome. this. And it's a movie that I wished it better. I wish Val Kilmer didn't have his illness because it would be so much fun to see these two yeah. back in action again. And yeah, but great stuff all if around. Only we can uh, have
1: one more movie with Gabe Gabe Perry.
0: I know, right? Uh, maybe there could be, like, maybe there could be a movie with Jay Perry's son, or maybe like that. <laughs> maybe. Come
1: on, we need a kiss, kiss, bang, bang, bang.
0: Give Gremlins.
1: I would give Gremlins probably an A. Okay. It's fun. It's exactly what you want from a comedy horror genre, Uh, and it's, I don't know, I find it entertaining. And you know, you get there's a lot of surprises, so mm-hmm. I would say it's an A.
0: Yeah, uh, I am going to give Gremlins an A minus, and Gremlins two an A plus. There you go. All right. Yep. Now, Kiss Kiss Bane Bane. What are your thoughts on Kiss Kiss Bane Bane?
1: A A plus. Braden
0: review. I love it. I am also yep. going to give Kiss Kiss Bane Bane an A plus as well. I and I don't I, find I any in that movie at all.
1: Yeah, I'll I will give the uh melody character uh C. The whole rest of it is an A plus plus. C.
0: Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she she well yeah, harmony they, she, she harmony about or melody C. harmony. Har, I think it's
1: harmony. It's,
0: it's it's melody. Yeah, you know, I don't know. She she's more of a she's she a C C-trop or a B cup like I'm secondary not
1: secondary character. They could have done it without her.
0: But you gave her a C, right? A B or a C? Yeah, a C. I thought, I thought, C. Is she a C cup? I thought she's more of a B cup.
1: I'm not talking about her boobs, you weirdo. I'm <laughs> oh, giving her a C. Oh,
0: oh, oh! Sorry, that's that's my she's bad. More of an okay. A
1: cup. You okay. get to see those titties. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yes, you do. Oh yes. Oh. All right. Uh, I do some uh, some feedback from our listeners. All right. Uh, shoot the flick over on Twitter said, uh, shoot the flick says, uh, I love both of them so much. They are definitely on my list of great alternative Christmas movies. She said, it's both kiss, kiss, bane, bane and gremlins. Nice. Uh, Make Tarantino podcast said gremlins is always great and a fun time with some scary bits thrown in kiss, kiss, bane, bane is an underrated classic and is starting to be more well-known. Downey and Kilmer are so great together. The quote he says there, tartan monkey, yeah, a tartan monkey, mean son of a bitch, only says ficus. <laughs> Thank you, make the turn to a podcast. Uh, Anders Holmes uh, at Fabricius92 on Twitter says, When I first saw the trailer for Kiss Kiss Bane Bane, I knew I would like it. If it didn't have RDJ the lead, you probably wouldn't get him as Iron Man. He plays such a funny and relatable character. His chemistry with Kilmer and Shane Black's confident direction made the film. The dialogue is great, too. So many hilarious Shane Black-style quotes and one-liners. Plus, Michelle Monaghan is brilliant in her role, and she also shines in the film, too. It's a strong debut from Shane Black as a writer and director. And then, Sunson Shadows Podcast and on Twitter. KKBB is a good movie. Just don't watch the predator if you're a Shane Black fan. And then Film rage on Twitter said Kiss is fun, all right, but it's a eh for us. So I guess they were not.
1: Oh, thanks for your input <laughs> uh,
0: on, on that on the on the Columbus feature there. And I did not really have much of feedback on our Instagram page, but people did share the post so greatly. Appreciate that much, gents. People who shared episodes, but no one really made comments on that. And then over on our crack group page, I'm seeing now if I had comments on there about this, and I don't think we did. And I'm looking on here. No, Uh, we did leave a message about this movie, and I misread it. I apologize immensely. But I'm scrolling down here right now, and I am not seeing anything about Gremlins or Bane Bane on our Facebook group. But that's all right. Uh, Thank you all for watching. I'm going to do a really quick shout-out right now to our Patreon supporters because they help give us money each month. And I thank them for that. They do? Uh, So no special order. They do. And we are (laughs) very fortunate. And we love them dearly that they actually would do that. Uh so no special order. Uh, we are going to thank um Jason Soto from Rabbit Hole Podcast. Woohoo. We're gonna thank Linda Castro from Bed Nob and Broomflicks.
1: Thank you much.
0: Jeanette Mickenham from aka Jeanette. Thank Matt you, and Jeanette. Ashley from Matchly at the movies. Thank you. Donnie Roberts from the Deep Sea and Thologies. Um, And then we are thinking. Um, they say. Um, oh yeah, Jen McQuaid from Shot and Applaud.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: And Harvey Andrus from, who are, is a good friend of ours, and even Harvey Andrus, he sent us a message on Patreon. Oh, all right. I lost the message. He, he did. He sent us a message about a movie that we should watch. And I'm just looking it up right now. Okay, so, uh, hey guys, I just had this movie on in the background and learned that the Jason Brits character, parentheses Rob Sanders, was in a No Doubt cover band. So it's on Netflix, not panned by one guy, but loved by others. I mean, Heather Graham, come on, do it or not, peace out, belated birthday greetings, Vern. I've been working. T. Wolves invites games for the hell of it. New grandson old guy stuff. And so the movie's called best Christmas ever. It's on Netflix. I didn't get a chance to watch a Harvey, but I will check it out. All right. Eventually you got me with Heather the gram. So I will <laughs> see that out. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Harvey. Wait. Yay. All right. We're done. Well, we're, we are done right now. Uh, I should let listeners know and watch us know that, uh, We are going to be done for the season for a little bit. Happy
1: holidays.
0: I will probably be back with other guests talking about other movies and whatnot. I know I'm going to be doing a recording um, with Doug from the podcast. Uh, What podcast was he from here? I got all these different podcasts here. Uh, This is bad. Uh, go back here. <laughs> My notes. Uh, no, it's from the Good Times Great Movies podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about another Christmas favorite of mine, Eyes Wide Shut. And so that will be exclusively for our Patreon users. Go to patreon.com slash pod because on their phones, you will find not only bonus episodes and video footage of us. Uh, I also posted in its entirety the Clue audio drama that I made for Rabbit Hole podcast, so
1: amazing. That was a
0: lot of fun. Check that out. Good times awesome. indeed. Uh, Ashley, I want to say my friend, Merry Christmas to you.
1: Merry Christmas, Bird.
0: All right. Uh, hopefully, I will see you in the new year.
1: Mm, I'll think about it. You'll see me. Don't think about. You can't get rid You'll of me like me, that. You'll see me,
0: okay? All right. Good. All right. I don't. <laughs> I want to come over to your house again and help you, you know, put away clothes and things and oh, whatnot.
1: I've got a whole nother pile. Yeah. It's it's the chore that never ends, friend. It's the I'm chore there. that never ends.
0: I'm I'm there. Hell yeah. Brad. Fun times thanks, indeed. Bud. All right, guys. Well, thanks all for listening and to watching us. Really appreciate your Thank support you. and your love. And we will be back very, very next soon.
1: Next year. We'll see you next, next year. year. I'm gonna take a nap. Uh A hibernation, a slumber, if you will. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com.